Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, so it is the holidays. Things are crazy. You're running around. Um, and you and your boyfriend and his kid, you all live together, but you and your boyfriend and his kid are coming home from running a bunch of errands. It's kind of cold, so you have your coat on. Uh, and you open the front door, and you're like, something s- seems off. And so you look through the foyer into the kitchen, and your boyfriend's high school girlfriend is halfway in the window. Like, she was climbing into your kitchen while you weren't home. And you're like, hey, what's up? Are you okay? And she's like, I forgot my my phone. I left my phone here, and I need that phone. And it's like, I'm a career woman. That's all I care about is my phone. And you're like, what? And then eventually you help her inside through the kitchen, though probably you could have let her out to go outside, but you pull her the rest of the way into the kitchen and she's just like sketchy as hell. You're like, what's up with you? And then she, on her way out, there's a note on the ground that's addressed to your boyfriend on like in by the door. And she's like, oh, that's mine. And you're like, what? And she's like, that's mine. And she like runs away. What do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin. I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. Mm. Let's have a talk with this boyfriend of yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. We need answers. Wait, does, so does she take that little... She takes the piece of paper that was addressed to your boyfriend. Uh I like mean, it was like an envelope that said yeah. like to Joey. Now he's got Joey's got plausible deniability though. I don't know, man. She's she's just coming through the window trying to I presume trying to steal back a note she wrote me. It has nothing to do with me, baby. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get you the know truth. You're my number 1. You're not going to get the truth from this guy. Yeah, do you no. just cuz yeah, that's the tough thing is now do you do you want to know things that you don't know? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. So what you don't know is that they you were busy because you're also a working woman, but you're you're both working and being a member of this family, whereas the other woman is off for two weeks. So she has a lot of time to, like, be up in your business. So you were at a work event and so you were running late. And so the other girl covered for you with babysitting. Oh, you work with the ex-girlfriend? No, you just were at your job. You're very busy. Important. Okay. And you come home and sh- the the little girl, the your boyfriend's kid, is wearing her Christmas pageant outfit and has chocolate all over it because the girlfriend let her wear try on the pageant outfit and then eat chocolate. So you're kind of pissed and you're like, uh, girlfriend, you need to go. This is all before the note incident. And so, his girlfriend is ex girlfriend the the mother? No, she's just a friend. But they do so, they do have a relationship. Yeah, though, right? they okay. dated in high school. They're high school sweethearts. No, I'm, okay, wait, I'm saying and, the the daughter and the ex. 
Yeah, they've known each. She she's known because the ex has been around as a family friend the Got whole it. life of the little girl. Okay, and you're fairly new. You've only been around like a year. Okay, but you're dating the guy, and so then what you don't know. So you knew that part happened. What you don't know is that after you were kind of rude, but almost honestly not that rude, considering yeah. it's your responsibility now to clean this dress. So you were a little rude to her. The girlfriend, go, the ex girlfriend, goes outside. Your boyfriend goes outside. They have a moment. They kiss. <gasps> In the snow. Oh, not in the snow. Really That's bad. the sexiest of all weather. I know. I know. And so that happened. You, and so the boyfriend has something to feel guilty about, but you don't know that okay. at the time. Right now, it just seems like the ex, the high school sweet, sweetheart is crazy. Right. Or something's like you would have to be suspicious of that note, right? I, I You have to get this yes. note and you read this get the note. note. Yeah, I mean, I don't even need to read it. I know exactly what it says. It's a I still love you note, and she regretted putting it under the door, so she tried breaking in and got caught. I would say that to fucking Joey. I'd be like, what the fuck's going on? Mm -hmm. We either need to, you know, get her out of your life, establish her as a third, or, you know, you and I need to break up. Yeah. That's tough, but you're right. I think that you can't ignore that it happened. Yeah. Well, wait, is that an option? Just ignore, just pretend it didn't happen? <laughs> it isn't it isn't Kenosha. Uh, they sort of do it and then eventually the the girlfriend is like, "Hey, you're like you're not over her. It's clear. I'm moving on with my life. I can't waste my time. Like, I'm here living a life with you and helping you raise your child and living in here and you're in fantasy land with this other woman. So, mm-hmm. if that's where you want to be, you need to go do that. I can't be here with you while you're thinking about someone else. So she leaves her. Good for her. I mean, Mm -hmm. I would also, uh, now granted, she's a better person than I am. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I would have been like, I'm a fucking person. Like, like just like you have your own like bullshit that you're caught up in because you're like, oh my God, my high school girlfriend. Like, I'm sitting here on the fucking, like, like, I'm just here like fake living this life with you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, like what the fuck is that all about? Yeah. So was it's not it your even... plan to like be cleaning chocolate stains off of Christmas pageant? Yeah. Like you would have a daughter if that was your fucking plan. A. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. I mean, but I'm this... glad none of you guys wanted to come for the girl who went through the window. Cause she is also showing really bad judgment. Look, she's not great. <laughs> she's not I, great. But you like, don't have I, a relationship the... with her that you need to no, work on. No, You're right. I think that if, I almost did the hot take from her perspective, but it's just so hard to empathize with. I mean, she broke into your damn home. She, she tried to <laughs> and then got stuck. Like I'm yeah. taking off my, sh- my sweater or whatever I need to do. I will break a window mm-hmm. versus being home when you get there halfway into your kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is this based on? Is this off of a like Netflix? Christmas uh, movie? No. Well, no, it's very similar. Uh, quality of production but it is from the show degrassi and this is the adult storyline the kids oh, storyline no. i could do a whole oh nother hot God. take of what's happening with the kids during the holiday episode we're recording but, a couple more episodes today so save all right it. so yeah i could save a hot take because there's all kinds of things happen but this is the adults and I, here's what it is really is it's they're trying to shoehorn in a resolution to because the show degrassi started in the 80s so this is really getting a cut an otp from the 80s Finding a way to give them a romantic storyline happy ending wow. in, in the early oh. aughts. But again, in order to do that, they had to make this character, Caitlin, literally climb halfway through a window and get stuck. Like I I feel bad for that actor. Yes. And the woman who plays the <laughs> the woman who plays like the the girlfriend, the you know, the one who lives in that house, she's she plays it very real and grounded of just like how frustrated she is, but also like I'm not here to play high school romance games right like if i I want to build a life with you i think we could have a good one together but also i'm not gonna be the one who's holding you back from some romantic gesture you want to make like whatever yeah yeah no Uh, no that's great i yeah i think none of us can do it better than the character did no i thought (laughs) honestly guys i really you guys were really measured an adult so i'm thank you for your advice (laughs) i'll remember this as I walk through life. <laughs> well, because, no, you know, we're I'll... real. We're not fakes. Man. Yeah, that was great. Thank Good you. Good job. I uh, mean, not the best, but. 
No, it was beautiful. Look, no one else had a plan. So we're doing October, F-A-U-X, because, look, it's not October anymore. (laughs) But fuck November. But fuck November. Truly, though, fuck November. We didn't get enough of a summer this year. We didn't get enough of an October. Like, let's stretch it out. So, and not only are we doing October right now as like a faux October, but we're going to be treating all of November as an oct- just second October. Is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah. We're they're skipping all, November. Well, it's, it's all going to be f- Octobers, but different takes on how to spell faux, but all meaning, you know, it's, it's that double meaning. You know, we're pretend. You know, it's it's not real October, but then also, what else could it mean? There's I'm lots loving. of layers of meaning in our homophones. Mm-hmm. Uh, love it. Welcome to October 2, everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the October is the sequel. Um, Did so you we're say doing the oct- October Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for catching that. Um, so we're doing Octfober, F-A-U-X. Mm-hmm. It's like fake. Yeah. Like not real. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I go first? I need, yes, please. I need Ryan's help a little <gasps> bit. Oh my god! Because <laughs> hey, uh, Kelly, Kelly you, should you and I just go fuck ourselves yeah, for a little let's while, just go, or what? Like launch ourselves into the fucking sun. I mean, <laughs> as soon as I start, you will know why I need okay. Ryan Mogi's help specifically. Uh-oh. It's like you're coming home for the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> just do her hot take. Yeah. Roswell, original yes. okay, Roswell. I do see. I do see. Okay. I do see. Um, so look, like the the main, especially uh, in the first season of the show, like the main ship is Max and Liz, right? Yes. Like the alien and the human who are like destined to be together. He saves her from a gunshot wound, and like they're just like soft teenage in love, uh, in like the most like passive like kind of too whiny way right am yeah. i wrong on any of this no all of this is real but also perfect it's yeah. very it's very <laughs> chaste and uh involves like i feel like they create a lot of the things that m- keeps them from being a couple yeah i mean there's, yeah there's a little bit of out. like i'm an alien and like we can't let the human in like there's a little bit of that but it's also just like they could just chill out and be like a cool, <laughs> chill couple, and it'd be fine. But no, they're so passionate. They're it's so also like, and even like their sexiest moments are just making out one of him without a shirt on, just making out hard. Ugh. Like that's, I mean, that's as a, sexy as they, well, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's not, because well, it's, 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 it's not horrible. I love this chased. show. Colin, watch the show with me. It's a <laughs> great have. show. From time to time, I have. <laughs> but there is a, uh, he appears to be a villain, is revealed to not really be a villain, named Nacedo, who mm. is a shapeshifter. Mm. And at one point, he assumes the form of Max. Yes. And as Max, and look, I understand that this is incredibly problematic to ship this at all, but oh no, he pretends to be Max, and as he oh. has Max, as he is Max, he has so much confidence and is like kind of a, a shit, but like I don't. I, there's there's some he and Liz before he reveals that he is not actually Max. I'm like, yeah, she's into it. She's having fun with him, and like it's just the version of Max that I wish Max could be. Yeah, it's Max if he was cool and. I've said this, I mean, we talk about Roswell a lot, but I have said this before and I'll stick with it. I feel like it's the actor who plays Max yes. tamps down his charisma hard to yeah. play Max. Like he yeah. he's like he's like, okay, what would I do except if I was a wet blanket? And yeah. then that's mm-hmm. how he plays it. Mm-hmm. But when he gets to play Nacedo, or there's a couple other times with like body shifting kind of things where he gets to or, you know, he plays Max quote unquote drunk, whatever. Like he, fi- he he like lets some of his own natural charisma out and you're like, oh my, okay, sir. <laughs> yeah, Hello. It, is, it is disarming. <laughs> like, I understand why you would get cast in anything because if I was the casting director, I'd be like, yes, yes, yes. You know what? I know that you say it's a little problematic and yet I totally understand because like, do you remember the scene in Buffy where Faith is in Buffy's body? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, she brings out a side of Rye Guy that we had never seen before. 
Totally. Oh my God, I forgot about the Rye Guy situation. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the Rye Guy, uh, to the Rye Guy's credit, and, uh, you know, what's uh, what's Max's XO in uh, Liz. 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 Okay. XO. 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 Gossip girl. <laughs> Honestly, uh, that's XO. what they are. They're very XO. XO. Mm, they are. They are. Uh, but like anything that your like crush or SO is mm-hmm. doing sexually, that's just like different and spontaneous. Like, yeah, why would you question it? You know, yeah. it's just, oh, yeah. this is a fun thing I get to do this afternoon. Um, I'm not going to immediately assume that there is a shapeshifter scenario going on here, but Patrick, like to your scenario of shipping Nisado, is there a world where Nisado and Liz, like he just goes back to his original form and she realizes that it was the man underneath the max that oh my she God. loved. And Are you going to do that to Ryan? Well, okay, it, I mean, it is tough, I'm an M&M cause... guy, if I'm anything. I don't oh, really yeah. care about the dreamers. Um, I, yeah, he's not really a, a man is the thing, right? Yeah, he's a shifter. His And the form that his is like base form that he uses is that of like a probably 45-year-old man. <laughs> really? Hot, hot, yes. hot. And so scared. It is, when you're picturing yeah. that man kissing little Sherry Appleby, it's not cute. <laughs> no, that but does not work. You have hit on something, uh, Patrick, because I don't think we've talked about this, even though we've literally talked for hours. And hours about <laughs> Roswell. Max Sato is a fixture in fic. Oh, is it? Yes. Uh, so, really? Yes. So this is a thing. And, you know, it's really only one or a couple episodes where you see the, the shifting, the see Max Sato exist or, you know. Mm-hmm. Season but one, it's, it's called Max to the Max. Max to the Max. Because there's Amazing. multiple Maxes. That's it's, so funny. It's so fun. It's a fun episode. But anyway, so that is a thing. So Max Sato and Liz is a thing. I think she's still a teen. So that's the question mark. I because, think it gets a little. Yeah. Well, and, and but I mean, also like Max isn't like he perceives himself to be a, a teenager, like regular vanilla Max. But like his consciousness has been around forever, right? But if but I think you would have to do a Max Sato, some kind of reset, like a Max Sato's in a car accident and all his memories up until a certain point are erased. Oh, but the yeah. personality is still there. But the personality is I still see. there. I think if you have him be someone who lived as many years as Max, because like Max was in an egg, as we all yeah. know, until he was seven. <laughs> And then his age is a normal teen. Yep. <laughs> yep. As we all know. As we all are familiar. Yeah. So Max oh my God. feels in an egg. Chron- <laughs> it's a big egg. Big eggs. Big, big eggs. eggs. I mean, I went to that. I went to that installation <laughs> with you, <laughs> Ryan. And those eggs are big. <laughs> big eggs. I wish there had been an egg for us to climb in. I do oh, wish that cool. too, instead of just hiding just, behind them. Yeah. The problem is yeah. you have to stay in there for seven years. Yeah, it's too long. It's too much of a commitment. But um, you come out as a teenager, which is worth it to some people, I guess. Hey, listen, get me in there when I'm 85 and ready to go. <laughs> Set. Then, then you've got to live again? Fuck that. Well, Patrick, listen, this is... You're you're just having trouble right now. You're going to get over it. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a situational thing. Maybe you'll you'll get over it. But no, I'm okay. I think it's okay in a fanfic, which most of what we do is fanfic, so it's all good. But in a like dirty, bad, wrong way. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But yes, you know. Right. If you break it down too much, it's like an unforgivable bad thing. (laughs) But it's also, it's Max's fault for being so much more likable when he's not being Max. I agree. Yeah, it's true. Um, I can't believe we just got to talk about Roswell so much. And like, for real, like, Colin just like straight up discussed Nisado with us. Like, that happened. That's pretty cool. Like, the best day of my life. I hate November. I love October. October. Long live October. (laughs) Uh, Kelly, you got a a October ship? Yeah. Okay. So, you all know the movie Moon, starring Sam Rockwell. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. So... Um, you know, the whole way that it ends is kind of like, if you haven't seen this movie and you're listening, you should watch it. It's very, very, very good. Um, 
Sam Rockwell basically like finds out that he is just one of like a series of clones that are like set to have a very short lifespan. Um, and they're just like maintaining this mining station and like will eventually die and then be replaced by another clone. And like all of the videos that he receives from his wife on earth are actually like years old because they're just recordings um, that were originally sent to like the original, which left and is like now just living on earth. Sure. Um, And so the, the way the movie ends is that the, uh, a fresh Sam Rockwell, <laughs> like one of the, you know, he, he's just been awakened. So he's like, you yeah, know, he comes out of his egg. Yeah. He comes out of his egg. He's seven years mm-hmm. old. Egg Fober, more like. Mm. Okay. Oh <laughs> so he comes out of his egg and he. Wait, Egg Fober? Is that what? Egg Fober. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Not Oct Egger? No. Egg Fober. So he comes out of his egg and he, uh, like, ostensibly leaves the mining station and is just going to, like, do question mark. You know, he mm-hmm. has freedom now. Yeah. I want him to meet Roy Batty from Blade Runner. Mm. who is played by Rucker Hauer. Okay. Who knows how to, like, live the last three years of your life. Like, he is going to take... Okay, granted, it is, like, in search of, like, a cure slash revenge on the person who created him. Mm-hmm. It's true. But he also has, like, a really fun time. And, like, he can... if I, I think that Sam Rockwell's character can, like, talk to Roy Batty and be like, look, there is no cure. We're not like you're not going to get that from them. And all that's going to happen is that you're going to like give a really pretty monologue while dying in the rain. So. So wait. So are but so are we saying that at the end when Mm -hmm. um, he's in when Sam is in the looter vessel when he's heading home. Mm-hmm. He's heading home to Blade Runner World. Yeah. That's he doesn't always even know. Been, okay. He doesn't yeah, know. He doesn't okay. know. So he's been just like looking at these like dumb little videos from mm-hmm. his wife or whatever. But like, let's say that he is like clone number like 795 or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So he comes back. It is Blade Runner town. And he's like, damn, I need someone that knows their way around this town and knows how to get <laughs> things done in I three like years. Um, And Roy Batty can be like, Okay, like all the stuff that he talked about with like things I've seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's go do that stuff. Whoa. So like, let's go do more of that. Let's let's go out past Orion's belt or whatever. Let's like go to the rings of Saturn or fucking whatever. Let's do that and have that. Because like the only person that's going to experience our lives is us. So like, let's fucking do it. And so they just go on like adventures and like Roy gets to like stop doing this whole like revenge thing because he because i i think it's gonna be hard but i think he does eventually get convinced that like his time is better spent like doing things for himself in a positive way Mm -hmm. instead of just like chasing down something that he'll never get right like roy lives his life to the fullest but in the way that like someone with a time bomb strapped to their chest would. Right. Yes. It's very yes. chaotic. It's fueled by like anger and fear is the mm-hmm. layer under that. So like while he's like, nothing can stop me, I'm gonna do whatever I want. I'm the fucking I'm the best. It's a very it's like a very tragic thing that he's doing. And that comes out in his actions. But if he could fall in love with Sam Rockwell, whose like yeah. character is like so quiet and like the sadness and fear is there as well, but like they they can be like mirror images of each other and see, you know, something that each of them is missing. I like it. Yeah. And they could like like do, you know, a lot of the adventures they go on rather than like I'm going to destroy everybody in front of me and who cares if I die because I only have like X amount of time left. Mm-hmm. It could be like I'm going to go do all these like really cool and maybe like pretty risky things and like fun things just so i can experience them Mm -hmm. and if i die in the process like that's that's fine because like i i've only had you know x amount of time left so it's like flipped into the positive yeah i like that kelly I, I like the idea of there being these, like, the, the Sam Rockwells that can, like, help break the, like, various sci-fi characters at different times out of their, like, secular ruts. Yeah. Like, 
then there could be like another one later that like rescues uh Schwarzenegger's character from Total Recall. Like, yeah. Out of that yeah. shit that he keeps experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. Another one patrol. for like Looper, whatever happens in that movie, I don't remember. Oh yeah, the like very interesting take on time. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I uh, like Looper. I do. It's fun. I do too. I just it don't remember fun. it. It is fun, but I do remember while watching it being like interesting. <laughs> I do think <laughs> as far as the time. But I liked it's, it. It's it's timey wimey. Yeah. yeah. And I think it is my least favorite Ryan Johnson. Mm-hmm. And my least favorite or least likely to rewatch. Because I've rewatched everything else he's done mm-hmm. more. I own Looper. I mm. wonder if it's out of its case. <laughs> yeah like does it have because i bought it style? when i was like oh, <laughs> oh that, was, that was literal t- yeah <laughs> no, here's what's gonna happen mm. you're someone tied and bound is going to appear in your living room you mm-hmm. shoot them open up their jacket and it's just a dozen copies of looper strapped <laughs> to their chest <laughs> i'll feel so bad and also i'll wonder where the gun came from <laughs> <laughs> yeah i started thought of that like mid-scenario i'm like wait so mogi has to be like down to shoot people who appear out of nothing i yeah. do think if well not if they if not if i saw them appear out of nothing but if somebody came into my house through the through the kitchen window, through the kitchen window, which there <laughs> isn't a window, so that would be a whole new layer. But like if somebody like scaled the wall and came in through the living room and I was in the kitchen, I could see grabbing a knife. I would try to talk to them. But if they like tried to hurt the dog or come for me, I think I would stab someone who yeah. appeared because my apartment to get to my to get into my apartment. You didn't wander in. No, mm. that was the goal. Yeah, I. Yeah, I guess also I probably would let them steal stuff before I'd kill them. <laughs> yeah, if they said I'm here for your TV, I'd be like, I think I'd be like, really, man, and I'd probably like, start I watch crying. that, dude. <laughs> like I like yeah. that thing, and then I'd I'd hold the knife in my hand, but I'd also kind of be crying. I'd be like, man, I've been going through a rough. It's 2020. You're gonna <laughs> take away my fucking, <laughs> You're fucking TV. Away TV. And they'll be like, you have another TV in your bedroom. And I'm like, don't fucking worry about that. <laughs> How do you know what's in my bedroom? <laughs> oh, then then you stab them. Then I might have to stab them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, that's a really good one, Kelly. Yeah, I like that Thank a lot. Thank you. Kelly. Does anyone else have one? I got one. Um, so I wanted to give, and it's recently someone had posted like the a bunch of tropes and I was thinking about all the different tropes of romance tropes that I love and which ones I could get rid of and which ones are the best. And one that I really do like is in romance novels. It's usually fake engagement, but in movies and stuff, it's usually fake boyfriend because engagement's pretty high level. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to do a tribute to fake boyfriend trope, which is usually like two characters for convenience or for some reason they have to pretend to like each other. But then guess what guys? They really do. They love each other. Oh, no. Um, and so one of my favorites of that genre, and I think I may have talked about it before, but I'm going to talk about it again, is a movie called Drive Me Crazy. Um, <laughs> oh, you have. Uh, I okay. like this, though. I Sorry. like it. So I'll keep it tight. Um, but it is a fake. It's a fake boyfriend movie. And it's Melissa Joan Hart, who, and I probably said this before, but this is true. If you want to know kind of what manic high school Ryan was like, <laughs> she is the character Nicole from Drive Me Crazy. And ugh, so sometimes watching it, I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> I can't with you. There's also like depressed Ryan from high school, but that's a different movie. Um, but no, it's this girl. She wants to go wants a date to the she's planning. OK, essentially, she's planning this fucking dance and she doesn't have a date. That's mm. embarrassing. She needs a fucking date. Yeah. And the guy that she likes, she thinks, OK, well, maybe if I was a hot commodity, he would like realize that he should ask me out which is yeah if you plan hard enough you can get a boyfriend that's what i learned from this movie so um (laughs) she is so that's nicole and then we also have chase hammond who is her next door neighbor they used to be friends they're not friends anymore um but he's uh adrian grenier so he grew up okay um and he gets dumped and so they both start fake dating so that they can make their exes or their potentials jealous and get nice. interest and jealousy. Guess what? Turns out the people they wanted to be with weren't th- worth it. They would rather be with each other. They have a lot of fun. Um, mm. It has one of my favorite lines, which I don't think translates, but still gives me joy. So I'm going to say it in case anybody else gives them joy too. Where Chase is at a uh, like a music show, a concert, a music show. <laughs> Guys, it's been so 
Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, a yeah. music show. A music show. They're at like a rock club concert thing. Um, and like an all ages show. And uh, an oh, by the way, music show. Uh, Adrian Grenier got a makeover, like a very preptastic makeover. So he used to be like grunge, like eco warrior, and now he's Mister Prep. And his ex girlfriend is there. And she's got a new boyfriend, and, and he's very sad. So he kind of looks at her and very vulnerably says to him, to her, I didn't expect you to fall in love. And she looks at him and she says, well, I didn't expect you to fall into the gap. Oh, that's wow. amazing. <laughs> nice. Which, you ha- here's the, you have she's to know. She's the it. hero of the fucking no, movie. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's Allie good. Larder. And Allie Larder in character roles is pretty wow. fucking great. Like, we lost something when totally. she stopped playing those kinds of roles. Um. What happened with her? What happened to her? Um, she still acts, but I feel like she plays she does more serious ma- stuff. or like main character stuff. Oh, and mm. which is fine, but I love her as like the sassy like side mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. person. Um, but yeah. So, and if you don't, get, the joke is also based on a series of commercials that only aired in the nineties. Yeah, that were different uh, musical artists doing their riffs on "Fall into the Gap." Mm-hmm. I, think I remember Lenny Kravitz is very well. He had a good one. And then LL Cool J's one, I think was just like, fall into the gap, fall into the gap. Oh, Steven Tyler's, he plays harmonica sitting yes! uh, barefoot on his, yes. uh, oh, yeah. like cross-legged in um, a white psych. So it takes a lot to get to that joke. Also, the screenplay was written by Rob Thomas, who later created mm. Veronica Mars. And you can see some of the um, ideas about high school uh, kind of are born there but mm. yeah uh chase and uh nicole from drive me crazy thank nice. you guys for listening to me talk about it again uh that's great we love hearing you talk about it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh and a warning if you are gonna watch drive me crazy uh nicole's dad who's a shitty dad is played by stephen collins so just like be prepared and fast forward if you need to it's not a very important storyline <laughs> Um, that I, I went to, uh, to drive me crazy, um, IMDB page. Um, mm-hmm. and there is a four star review on here that uh, is titled <laughs> director's cut explains much more. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm wondering if I've seen the director's cut. I, I, I ha- this, okay. The, the, the cut of this movie that this person is describing doesn't sound real to me. Oh, it's like, oh, a, okay. he's being cute. I, I can't tell. I mean, it's, uh, it's a weird it's- review. Everyone go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> also, oh my God, the number one quote from the movie that's on IMDb is, I didn't expect you to fall in love. I didn't expect you to fall into the gap. I'm not alone. Someone else typed that and put it in. It wasn't Smokey, me. people love snaps. Oh, I love that snap. There's other parts. I, okay, the other part of the movie, and again, I may have told you this before, but it's just a fact that it pops into my head at least once a week. Um, is Nicole does the morning announcements and she's talking about this big dance and she says, I'll see you there in your formal wear <laughs> and I'll see you there in your formal wear pops into my head all the time. It's sort oh of a God. rhyme, but not. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. It's. <laughs> it, it yeah, I got you. <laughs> I'll see you there in your formal, your formal wear. wear. Uh, okay. Well done, Bogey, <laughs> it looks like- well done. I, I don't want to dwell on the fa- uh, fall into the gap thing for too long. Yeah. But um, th- the first commercial jingle using the fall into the gap was in 1973. <gasps> oh, okay. Hey, this was not as as specifically generational as I thought. But it I was... think it, it is probably ended. I think like. Yeah, I think that was the end. I think like 1999 was probably the last time that there was a fall into the gap, which is the LL Cool J. Yes. Which I love the LL Cool J one. Yeah, it's great. Oh. Man, I really like that movie. I may go watch that movie after we finish recording. Yay! Possibly the director's cut. Yeah, that's what's up. Also, it's so dumb. The name is Drive Me Crazy because of a Britney Spears song. Yep. Wait, really? It was yeah, supposed to be that like came out how and to that create was like a the package. Yeah. yeah. What? It, it was has never... nothing to do yeah. with the movie. Mm-mm. Wait, wait. Are you guys lying to me again? No, no this, is, this is real. This is like, what do we call this thing? We need to sell it to teenagers. Yep. And then the, and the commercial, the trailer. Shot. Yep. Wow. And so it's a horrible title. The title makes no sense. And the movie features an awesome 90s artist. It features the Donnas. On, the Donnas are like characters in the movie. And 
have songs in it. Yeah. What? But it's named after a Britney Spears song? They slapped Drive Me Crazy on it and put the... uh, Yeah. And I think Melissa Joan Hart is in the... I know she is. Why yeah, she's it? definitely in the video. She's in the video. For, isn't uh, uh, isn't the name of the Britney Spears song in parentheses? You drive me close parentheses and, then, and yeah, then crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yes. So they, it's not even. They didn't. Even, well, but you can't put parentheses in a title. But you can start it with you. You drive mm, me agreed. crazy. I think that there no. was probably a focus group situation that yeah, mixed much that. snappier. Yeah, mm-hmm. and honestly, it's fine because, of course, they dr- everybody drives each other. I mean, sure, you could call almost any romantic yes. yeah. comedy <laughs> drive me crazy. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's complicated. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah, yeah. that she, could be any movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's all that. Could mm-hmm. be drive me crazy. It, Who cares? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it should be called Pretty Teen instead of Pretty Woman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Pretty teen is scary. I don't yeah, know. I don't like, I don't I like, like it. <laughs> pretty teen, it's like it's like some like Eastern European porn that we found. <laughs> like, it's just like I don't, I don't know. Oh, and it's I'm just on, it's just on like a VHS tape, and oh, pretty God. teen is just written on it. You I found it. Sorry. You found if it you by find, a fucking train track. If you, I mean, you have to give it to the CSI. You have to watch it, and no! then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kelly, if you find a VHS that says yes, "Pretty Teen," mm, yeah, all right, you can watch it. But I'm—I think I'm calling the feds. I don't want my fingerprints on it. Okay, wait. So, literally, seriously, seriously, yes, seriously. I'm asking you very seriously. If <sighs> I found a VHS, and we're saying this is non-pandemic, okay? Okay. I found a VHS that said mm, "Pretty Teen." I'm pretty scared. Well, whatever. That has the the word pretty teen words pretty teen written on it, and I was like, guys, I found this VHS. Um, Ryan, do you have a VHS player? I do. <laughs> oh shit! Can we all come over? I'll, and I was worried that I'll bring the, I'll bring the skinny pop. Because I'm the only one with a VHS player, right? Oh, so. do you have VCR? No, I don't have. I don't have a VCR. Nicole has a VCR. We could watch it at her place. <laughs> so that's the thing. If I were to invite you guys are in to this conspiracy. Like, would you watch it with me? If yeah. you organized a party, I would go. No, I'll it's not always... a party. It's not fun. What is the tone? Is it's the tone like we're going to watch a crime? The, the, the tone is like investigation. Oh, well, okay. Well, you got me. I mean, those are my two <laughs> modes, investigation or party. I like both of those. Oh yeah, no, God. it's not a party. It's not a party. It's not fun. It's like, guys, I found some, like, we need to see what I, this Here's is. the thing. I don't, the chances that it actually has crime on it are low enough that I would have fun with the, like, the, I like that kind of shit. Yeah. The, like, ooh, what could it be? Yeah. Guys, I'm scared. Are you scared? Let's what go play Bloody Mary. Tape? The ring? Yeah. And then I wasted oh my, my view because we all watched it together. I can't show it to you now. Wait, what? Because you know how you watch the ring and you uh-huh. have to show it to somebody. But if we're all watching it together, we can't use each other. Yeah, but Why? we can. There's other people. Okay, I know. But All right, still. hold on. Another hypothetical. You have the ring. You're gonna show it to me. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, Kelly? Kelly? Well, you, you're like, I oh, would... dude, I gotta show you this movie. It's so scary. I'm like, yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. And it's the Who fucking wrote ring teen movie. On this thing? I'm gonna punch you in the fucking stomach, I'm dude. So bad at you. Yeah, and then I'd be wheezing, and I'd be like, my work is done. <laughs> you have three days. <laughs> it's fucking rude as shit, man. No, that's like honest, that's like the- fucking going to somebody and be like, oh, you know, I never, I never saw what was right in front of me. I love you, and then you make love to him, and you're like, by the way, this is the it follows it scenario. Follows. <laughs> <laughs> We're um, in an it bye. follows scenario. Bye. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Hey, Colin, do you have a fober? I do. So in October, what are we talking about? Monsters, right? Yeah. Who knows more about fake monsters than Velma Dinkley? Am I right, guys? Yeah, she knows oh, so many. Okay. About, yeah. She knows a she, lot about fake monsters. She has seen so many fake monsters that, like, let's say she goes to an island filled with actual real zombies, and she's like, they can't be real. They got to be fake. All monsters are fake. I'm talking about Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Oh, I don't uh, know if I've seen this. Is this I've never seen this either. Oh one? my gosh, you guys, you got to watch it. It's so good. It's a 1998 okay. uh, okay. feature length Scooby Doo right. adventure. They so the premise is Daphne and Fred are like co-producing. Daphne's the on-camera uh, talent, and Fred's kind of like the one-man band, like lighting, audio, camera guy mm-hmm. for Daphne Coast to Coast, which is a show where 
She travels around the world trying to expose like ghost stories. Oh my god, this is literally coast to coast. Hold on. Coast to coast? I don't know that it is coast to coast if you cross the coast. You're no longer coast to coast unless she only shoots us on the island. Wait, wait, wait. Cross? No, no, no. This, this is continental United States. Oh, but you're saying like but going to an island. But this is a island. Going to an island. Yeah. You are, leave, you are leaving. You're, you're no, no wonder she's going to get attacked by zombies. She kind of well, is it, it just coast to coast, like from one side from of the island to the other? To a coast. I, I think Ryan's just being frustratingly literal. Yeah. I yeah. think so that's what happening. it was, Mogi, is it was taking place on the continental United States. Okay. And then she's like, look, Fred, we need to shake things up. I want a real ghost story. And Fred's like, Daph, you know there are no real ghost stories. Like, oh, my God. It's I always a guy in a mask. That's just how it is. Wow. That's what the show is. Like, let's, you know. Yeah. And she's like, this is, I'm really depressed, but okay, fine. Let's go to let's go to Nolens because that's like the most haunted city in America, mm-hmm. and we'll do a whole series of episodes about ghosts in New Orleans, and hopefully we'll find a real haunting. And Fred's like, "Oh, I don't like that. My I don't like that Daphne's sad." So because this trip happens to fall on her birthday, she finds Scooby and Shaggy, who are working as TSA security guards, but get fired for eating all the Stop. contraband snacks. Is this a real thing a person Stop. could watch on? T- like, is this a live you can action watch it or a on cartoon? Or, um, it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon, yeah. Okay. I um, want to watch this. It's so good, dude. Ter- yeah. Uh, uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island is, like, my favorite. Like, how old was I when that came out? 99? So I was, like, 12 or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but it's uh, it's excellent. Excellent stuff. Um, but uh, Do so- you think Scooby and Shaggy could have gotten those TSA jobs after 9-11? No, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why they've never re-shown this. Because they, they don't do want to never re-show it. It's on Netflix right it's now. It's so aggressively pre-9-11. Like, here's the thing. I have Netflix, and I've had Netflix for a long time, and I've never seen this movie. So I think, Neither have I. I. I don't know, guys. I think this maybe came out in one theater, and you guys both happened to go to that theater. You guys are crazy. I think maybe you ate a lot of spicy pizza before bed, and then mm. you had Aww. a very interesting dream. Oh, my God. Well, and, and Patrick's a dream master, so Patrick is was, <laughs> was in the dream. Wait, hold on. Are you a dream master? I, I am a dream master, of course, but this I I have not seen this movie. Oh, so you wait, just who, know about it? I'm the only one. I'm just clicking through screenshots on uh, IMDb right now. Oh, which of course Colin uploaded after he uploaded the driving oh, wow. crazy quote. Wow, 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 yeah. wow. Colin Colin was experimenting with like fucking Adobe Dreamweaver or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Guys, there are there are dozens of Scooby Doo. Like cart animated feature films. I don't know why this one is being called into question. <laughs> I don't know because it sounds so good. I just want to watch it. It's yeah. really good. I haven't even gotten to the good stuff. Oh my yet. god! Okay. Third Eye Blind is on the soundtrack. Hell no! Yes. Oh my god! Sing, do they sing Terror the Time? Do they sing Terror Time? Um, I don't. No, they sing the title track. Oh, uh, uh, Scooby Doo, where are you? Scooby Dooby Doo, where oh, are you? Okay. Oh, interesting. There is huh. there is a song. Sky Cycle uh, plays. That's Sky Cycle, which okay. I've never heard of before, but could become my new favorite band. Dude, Terror Time is an excellent fucking song for a Scooby Doo feature film. All right, I can't. I'm so. I mean, oh man, good thing we extended October. I know. <laughs> okay, sorry, but we haven't even gotten to your ship. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're working as like security guards. Fred, they get fired though because they eat. They go into the evidence room and eat all the contraband snacks. Sure. Um, and then so Fred reaches out to them. He's like, "Hey, let's go on an adventure." Uh, Velma is owns and operates a like you know a low traffic mystery and horror bookstore. She owns a little dark wow, dank independent dream. bookstore. Oh my god! And Velma. she loves it. I love but you. No one wants to come in and like you know buy books. Like the, her opening scene is adorable. She's like on a chair, like rearranging books on the high shelves, and she's on the phone with a customer, and she's just like, "Yeah, we've got volume. We've got that book. Yeah, we have the sequel. Yeah, we have the third one. You want me to hold them for a month? Yeah, that's fine. Aww. Like, <laughs> like no one's coming in to buy books, but like that's you know she found her passion. She's she's peddling mysteries, and that's what she loves. But when Fred calls with like a, a chance to go on another real life mystery to get the mystery ink back together, 
She jumps on it. So the gang's all together again for Daphne's birthday. They go to New Orleans, and they meet this, like, saucy Creole girl who's like, come on my island, because it's very haunted. And they go, and (laughs) it is haunted. There's real zombies and stuff like that. It's great. Anyway, on the island, Velma meets the gardener, Bo, who is, like, fucking, he is beefy. Mm. He wears short sleeves. No, he wears a tank top and gardener gloves all the time, which is like, you know, it works. Um, But he's a total fucking dick. He's like, oh, fuck you, Taurus. Like, you're in my way. And that dog ruined my azaleas and, you know, things like that. He's he's very grumpy with her. Oh, I don't like this guy. Well, Velma sees him and immediately is like, "Okay, what's going on with this guy? suspect number one so velma's all over this guy's junk thinking that he's you know faking the ghosts and you know creating the illusion of zombies and stuff like that and at one point the gang splits up to look for scooby and shag who are lost and they get paired up together velma and Bo. and he's like i'm sick of you treating me like i'm a suspect and she goes you are a suspect Hell and yeah. i'm like "Ooh, i like it turns out he's not a gardener though He's a faux gardener. Undercover detective cool. Bo Neville is there investigating his own mysteries on the mm. island. And they get to talking. And after the whole adventure and after they settle everything, she realizes, okay, he wasn't involved in the crimes or the, you know, zombies or any of that. Like, there is an explanation for it. It is magical. They are real zombies. But he's like, you know, I only ever became a detective because I love mystery novels. In fact, it's been a <gasps> fantasy of mine to give it all up and write my own series of mystery novels. What? And Velma's like, oh my God, oh my God. I own a mystery oh my God. novel store. Oh my God. Wait, oh my hold God. on. Is this it's still so- all canon? This is this is what happens in the movie. Oh my god! Oh my, oh my god. god! Oh my god! Yeah. This is great, it's like, Colin. <laughs> dude, and it's like so. It's ninety eight, ninety nine. Whenever the movie came mm-hmm. out, but it's like it's the first time that Velma is like seen as like a sexual creature in yeah. my experience. Yeah, because, yeah and it's not just because the they movie. redraw her sweater. <laughs> In the movie, not in my fanfic. <laughs> We've um, all seen her as sexual yeah, before we this. Have. Yes. In our hearts, we have, for but sure. But you know how they, like, you know, when they modernized her, they're like, ooh, yeah. now her sweater is tight and she's got yeah. titties. And it's like, yeah. but it's not like that. It's like, all she needs to be sexual is someone to find her to desirable notice. and yeah. someone yeah. that she finds desirable. And the chemistry is crackling. So oh, Bo gives it. up that fucking cop shit. She gets to keep, uh, you know, running her bookstore and she carries all his unpublished novels because love she it. loves them and they may not be good, but who cares? Like, he is her man. And, cool. Yeah. And they live happily ever after and she gets to keep going on adventures with Fred and Daphne and Scooby and the gang. And he sits at home and, like, watch it, minds the store while she's out of town. And, yeah, I like, they are a happily ever after for oh me. I love it. And does he still kind of find Scooby annoying? Oh, I'm sure. Because <laughs> I, I like that part. <laughs> Scooby Scoop- trashes his garden. Yeah, which- Scooby is not a thoughtful Ugh. house guest. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, he's dirty like Marmaduke. He there is. is a whole through line on the movie where, like, the island is inhabited by hundreds of cats, and, you know, Scooby <gasps> doesn't get along with them. Right. And that's, like, the gag they keep doing. But there is a post credit scene. Where there is? Sco- yes, there is a post credit scene <laughs> where Scooby and a couple of cats are sharing like a piece of cake or something oh, together. Oh, and they're cute. friends. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's pretty oh cute. God. That's pretty cute. Okay, it's a yeah. great I movie. Watch this. Oh this, my God. I wasn't going to. sounds like a dream. It, it, does, it does. And I am the dream master. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wasn't going to bring this up, but then you mentioned uh, the, the cats thing. Um, I'm looking on the IMDb trivia and it says that this movie is based. On the unfinished episode of SWAT Cats, the Radical Squadron, oh, called fuck, Curse lo- of the Cataluna. <gasps> Whoa. Dude, it is about fucking moon-based cat monsters that appear and fucking, like, have to take souls in order to be immortal. <laughs> what? What? I cannot wait to watch this I need this to watch movie. this. I oh need my to, God. Dude, oh, also, man. I haven't seen SWAT Cats in fucking ever. I loved that show. All right, you can I report back I on that, that show. one. I yeah. think I may have I think I may have shipped the SWAT cats in like a brothership episode years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of them. Wow. 
familiar Ooh. with the idea of them. I'm like, I'm all fired up. This is my yeah. second cup of cold brew I'm on right Ooh. now, but also... Ooh, you're spicy. I am. <laughs> um, should we take a question from Twitter? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So this one comes from our dear friend, Mothwoman, at Bride of Mothman, at Shipple Dips. Me and my SO are doing fantasy football with our friends this year. What should we name our team? Uh, what should we name our team that reflects the fact that we are picking players based solely on hotness? Mm. That is a very fun way to pick a fantasy football team. Although uh, Juicy I, pigskins. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I think something with tight pants because that is something that you mm-hmm. can't ignore. That's when, yeah. Once someone's in mm. a football uniform, really it's the tight pants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, because everything else is too like bulky. Cover. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. tight pants and firm knuckles. Oh, okay. Can't lose. Can't lose. Tight pants, <laughs> firm knuckles, can't lose. Or just pretty teen. I think that works too. Pretty oh, team. Y'all teen. are getting arrested. The second you come up with that, uh, the NSA is going to be kicking down your door. But they should be at Kelly's house. Because <laughs> that's where it's all at. <laughs> hey, guys. Two relationships. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 